0: Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content which may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
1: All right, y'all, we are going back to our roots. With a Midwest 2020
0: mini-tour. Oh, I can't wait. Thank goodness. Corn-fed entertainment. Tater tot hot dish. Mm, Hot dish
2: 2020.
1: We are going to be in Indianapolis on March 18th, Chicago on the 19th, and... The Twin Cities, a.k.a. Minneapolis-St. Paul. Ever heard of it? On Saturday, March 21st. Got some more dates, Amanda. What else do we have?
0: From there, we're going to be going to St. Louis on March 23rd and Kansas City, Missouri, Trump, (laughs) on March 24th. Tickets can be found at our website, wineandcrimepodcast.com. So keep your eye out, get those trigger fingers ready, Mm -hmm. and buy them before they sell out, baby.
1: Yes, please. We can't wait to see you all. See you in March. Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst Minnesotan accents. I'm Kenyon. I'm Amanda. <laughs> I'm Lucy. <laughs> Today's episode is on lesser known cults. So, we didn't want to do, you know, the Charles Manson shit that everybody knows about. We wanted...
0: Jonestown. <laughs> We're over it.
1: Oh, my God. We're... So scary, some <laughs> of the audio, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, it's bad.
1: Yeah. So, no. Instead, we are going to do cults that you might not have ever heard of. Um, and mm-hmm. if you're in a cult that we forget to mention... Tweet at
0: us. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. We, we will forget to mention it. <laughs> we will. All right. Perfect.
1: Amanda, you want to give us our uh, wine pairing?
0: Yes. Wine crime. Crime pairing. Let's do this. So I kind of felt for this episode I needed a wine with a cult-like following. So naturally I have chosen Chardonnay. Mmm. <laughs> no one mm-hmm. really so likes Chardonnay good. No, yeah. no one really does yeah. <laughs> But it's not just any Chardonnay Because again, it needs to have a cult-like following So this is America's number one selling Chardonnay for over 20 years wow. Kendall Jackson Oh my oh. god <laughs> Yep, I got a K-Jack <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, 2015 Vintners Reserve Chardonnay So this Chardonnay is fruit-forward, unoaked and bright, because I am not about to chug a butter bomb just so I can puke it up after this episode. It's not happening. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Um, Again. (laughs) Like last time. Um, Little information on Chardonnay, it is a green-skinned grape variety, which is where the wine gets its light color and bright flavors. The grape originated in the Burgundy wine region of eastern France, but is now literally grown wherever wine is produced. It is like... It's It's the the most common grape ever. (laughs) It's a little bit of a slut. Um, You'll find this grape being grown from England to New Zealand, so just all over the place. Yeah. Um, This particular Chardonnay that we're about to pop was uh, grown in California, specifically the cool coastal growing regions of Sonoma, which is one of the largest growing regions in the United States. Mm. So I literally Googled why the hell is Chardonnay so popular <laughs> and found a really great theory, which I actually totally agree with. This theory is that Americans who grew up on so much soda and, and as we call it in Minnesota, pop, <laughs> um because the malolactic fermentation of chardonnay turns the natural green fruit flavors into soft buttery flavors which are reminiscent of cola's and like candies and tap so it has a su- and pap it has a sweet kind of effervescence to it Um, I'm kind of trying to withhold a Jonestown drink the Kool-Aid joke here because it's just too easy. (laughs) But anyway, um, this theory makes perfect sense to me, and I'm sure I'm going to get flack for saying this, but because America is basically the fat fuck capital of the world and we love our soda (laughs) and garbage food, so why wouldn't we love that in our wine too? I love it. I don't particularly like Chardonnay, but in the spirit of cult tradition, I'm going to jump on this bandwagon and see what this wine can do to purify and improve my life. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Cheers. Let's do it. Cheers. Oh, nice pop. Nice pop.
1: <laughs> all right, on with it. Okay. Lucy, do you want to give us some background
3: on cult life? Hashtag nah. cult life. That's all okay. right. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> nah. I'm
0: going to bed. Jay
3: Kames. <laughs> so, because we're skipping the more popular cults, I mm-hmm. decided that we're probably going to revisit cult, cu- cults as a theme in a future episode. So, yeah. I didn't go super deep into the psychology because honestly, we're all kind of aware. Oh, for sure. But we'll go through it. So, let me—it's me- like
0: a feeling that classifies a cult more than an actual definition. It's like <laughs>
1: pornography and art. Like you know it when you yeah. see it,
3: <laughs> right? And there are a lot of gray areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So let me just open with a quote. It's easier to fool people than to convince them that they have been fooled
0: by Mark Twain. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Very um, applicable in the current climate. Apropos. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
3: So we don't even need to mention the T word because we're all going to be thinking it the whole fucking time we're recording this.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yep. I'm probably going to mention it, though. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm probably going to mention it. That's true. <laughs> Sorry about it.
3: The Merriam Webster definition of a cult really doesn't shed a lot of light on this. It's a system of religious beliefs and ritual, also, its body of adherence. Um, a second definition was a religion regarded as unorthodox or spurious. So that really casts a wide net here. So we're mm-hmm. gonna talk about the differences between a cult and maybe a church or a group such mm-hmm. as Alcoholics Anonymous. Let okay. me just m-
1: chime in here with the fact that I am a <laughs> raging atheist. So
0: um, this line know. is gonna be
3: really blurry <laughs> for me. Continue
0: <laughs> for pretty much all of us <laughs> yeah. here.
3: You're an alcoholic atheist. I get yep. it. Hey. <laughs> 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 Okay, so with retaining <laughs> any shred of respect you might have for organized religion, uh-huh. <laughs> the try. main difference the main difference is the ultimate goal of the organization. So established mm-hmm. religions and other altruistic movements such as Alcoholics Anonymous are outward facing. They benefit society. They're making contributions, whereas cults serve their own purposes, which are really the purposes of the leader.
0: That makes sense. Yep. I think that's a really good uh, differentiation to kind of mm-hmm. use as a blanket. Yeah,
3: there are guide. more, but like I said, they get it gets real gray.
0: <laughs> sure.
3: Yeah. Um, so their energies are focused inward on themselves and not necessarily on their members, but in particular on the leader. Um, Members are also recruited using deceptive or manipulated tactics, which Mm -hmm. are coercive influence techniques, and they eventually replace one identity with another.
0: Yep. So the
3: brainwashing, all that stuff, eventually that person will even present themselves with a different name or just a completely different personality. Sure. So there are several types of cults and those include doomsday cults, polygamists, racist, terrorist. Um and then mm-hmm. I think these all kind of fall under the destructive category. And that's oh, what, yeah. and that's what we think of when we talk about cults for the most part. Is
0: the KKK considered a racist cult? Yes.
3: Nice. Yeah. Fuck
0: yeah. Cuz <clears throat> it should be. So there yeah. are o- there
3: are over 3,000 known cults in the United States, and they're oh, split wow. into... Oh, wow. That f- many? Yeah, and they're split into four general categories, and this will make more sense once I explain all the categories. Sure. So one is religious, and that's the type that we hear about most frequently. mm mm-hmm. um, Won't throw out any examples. I'm sure you guys are kind of covering most mm. of that. Um, there are psychological or enlightenment cults, and these are the kinds of groups that offer expensive enlightenment workshops... Oh, Scientology. Well, Uh yeah, we've all heard of those. Oh, sure. Um, This was my favorite. Commercial Cults, which include pyramid (laughs) schemes, (laughs) multi-level marketing organizations. Herbalife! Oh, my God, awesome. Herbalife! Herbalife. Totally. Oh, my my God. God. 100%. Uh Uh-huh. Also, like, Apple... I know it's not a com- pyramid hey, scheme. Hey!
1: hey, I'm, hey I'm, I am holding so many Apple products right watch now. It. We all are. Wow.
3: I have it. three Apple products within reach right now,
0: <laughs> not including
3: cords. But, <laughs> kind of, it's a little cultish. Anyway. Maybe, which also yeah. leads me to throwing around the word cult. Kind of dangerous, because it really does, it's a blanket term for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into that, the last type of a destructive cult is a political cult. So, organized around a political dogma, such as oh Nazism, God. which was originally a cult.
0: Yeah. This is too applicable. It's like scaring me. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. living in Ugh. some fucked up times.
0: Yeah. Sure thing. Thank God for the Whining Crime podcast. Am I right? <laughs> they right? really
3: opened my eyes. Perfect. So, I, as cult leader, have a charismatic <laughs> personality. <laughs> It's an authority figure who can alter others' trains of thought by making them feel like they're in danger or forcing them into a state of fear so that they'll follow the leader and look up to them, him or her, to save them, the members. Good God. Um, One differentiating factor is that this must be a living leader to whom members display an excessively zealous, unquestioning commitment. So
1: Jesus doesn't count, but anyone claiming to speak for Jesus... Sure. Correct.
3: So the leader is completely in charge, totally dominant over the members. They make the plans. They dispatch the workers. They assign the chores. They are in charge, and they are also in mm-hmm. charge of punishment. Ooh. So um, anyone who questions, criticizes, doubts, dissents uh, c- is subject to f- physical punishment sometimes, but mostly psychological mm-hmm. because they have a more of a fundamental effect, like a brainwashing Thought, thought reform. Shit. So okay, yeah, those are the most successful. So so like was
1: communism under Mao a cult? Like we call it a
3: cult of personality, but is it a cult? It is a type of cult. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I was saying. Like there are. It's political. It's, it's risky using the word cult because it has such negative connotations. But sure. really, a lot of political systems could be defined as cults.
0: Oh yeah. So yeah.
3: Um, yeah. So it's not it's not always necessarily this nefarious. Everyone ends up drinking the Kool Aid kind of a thing, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So the members will start to rationalize the leader's behavior um, in the ends justify the means kind of mm-hmm. a mindset. And uh, they'll still start to think like, "Whatever would we do without you? We'll never leave you. We're permanently sure. attached to you. The psychological dependence." So, okay, I, I thought this was kind of ironic, but it totally makes sense. The leaders have an anti-authoritarian disposition. Oh Jesus so. Christ! Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, like for example, if it were kind of like a Christian-based cult or group, they would say, no, you don't listen to the elders, the priests, or even Jesus, necessarily. I'm the one who communicates. Like, it's me, the leader, you know? Yeah. Right, So yep. it's polarizing, it's the us versus them. Yep. Okay, so eventually, members will abandon or act antagonistically towards their friends and family and say that they're a new person, maybe with a different name, like we, like yep. we talked about, so... That's kind of the, uh, not really the end game, but kind of a definite sign that a loved one is for surezie's in a cult. <laughs> 100%. Why? Why mm-hmm. do
1: so many like capital C cults end in suicide? Or why is like why are suicide cults such a thing?
0: I think it-, it has to do with what she was talking about before, which is the end game of the cult. Mm-hmm. It's and you know there dominance. are there are different reasons like yeah it's it's for um, for referring to Jones Sound which is one that we're actually not covering today but he did it out of fear of being cat of capture and that was like the angle that he played was you know the government's coming for them and doesn't agree with their way of life and so he's going to exercise his control by being like you're either with me or you're not and if you're with me you're you're killing yourself
3: mm-hmm. okay it's constantly right. like a follow me i'm your leader you worship right. me you'll do what i do no matter what my
0: my story is a suicide cult so you'll see a little bit of that i mean at least for their purposes explained in my segment okay
3: Alright. I also delved a little bit into what what kinds of people join a cult. <clears throat> and research says that about two thirds of people who join cults are psychologically healthy people with normal backgrounds. Yeah. That's so wild. my <clears throat> one of my grandmother's friends when
1: my mom was growing up, so like one of the like neighbor ladies, mm-hmm. um, Joined a cult and I can't remember what it was called, but she joined a cult and ended up like divorcing her husband, never seeing sure. her kids, selling all of her property, and giving all the yeah. money to the cult. I and think selling she'
3: selling herbal
0: life. But I mean, she again, worked, she worked
1: be... at the Genius Bar. Oh, was... shut up. <laughs>
0: But, but to go back to Jonestown, again, the, he originally basically advertised it as, like, a hippie communal way of living where everybody kind of lived off the land and contributed and there was no money and they supported <laughs> each other and he housed and clothed these people as long as they contributed to, like, making sure they're working in the farm and, you yeah. know, maybe... So it's like, it that sounds fucking great out of the gate. Uh, so I can see how people can get roped in and then they're in so deep and it starts escalating so quickly and they feel like they can't get out.
3: Yeah, exactly. So some, some people who join cults have depressive symptoms, uh, but like that is not what the cult leader, those aren't the kinds of people the cult leader wants in their group. Mm-hmm. They represent a loss rather than a gain of productivity. Yeah, too high maintenance. Yeah, and you want successful functional people to kind of spread your message.
0: Right, it legitimizes your organization by having people like that. And
3: so, one of the things that they found that are that is a trait of people who joined cults, to a lesser degree, is that they had some kind of personal loss, loss, Mm -hmm. or that they uh, didn't have a sense of direction. Like they'll, they will recruit a lot of people in their twenties ish, Mm -hmm. to because they don't really know what they're doing with their lives, they don't know where they're going. And that's also why a lot of cults in the United States uh, started in the 60s and 70s, because it was such a oh, yeah. period of political, like, tumultuous Turmoil. scene. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh,
0: God. What are we going to see coming out of this time around? I know, right?
3: A lot of fucking cults. I am
0: afraid. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But, hey, so, at least we'll get to
1: pick and choose.
0: Right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> the market's <laughs> the gonna, gonna be choice. great. The market's gonna Beggars be Beggars can be
0: choosers. Beggars <laughs> the can be <market's> choosers.
3: <laughs> okay, so to this extent, the environment shapes the member's behavior, which is why the psychological conditioning is the reason why, they say. It's why the, these cult leaders have to be so charismatic and so mm-hmm. convincing and, and create an environment of isolation and um, kind of condition people with s- like social shame and embarrassment that, yeah. that sure. that's what steers their behavior. Yeah. All they want is to be accepted into the group and that's how they yeah. get people behind them. Okay. I wonder I wonder how much of that
1: manipulation by the cult leader is planned out or thought through consciously and how much is just kind of a natural, uh, process like with domestic violence, you know, it's not like domestic abusers are, are going to a conference every year and like telling each other like tips, sure. They but they they do seem to follow this like very regimented pattern
0: of controlling behavior. Um, well, I could see it being a similar thing as you know, we've talked in the last couple episodes about you know, serial murders, necrophiles, yeah. arsonists, like yeah. they often fit these very cookie cutter, seemingly. Um, kind of parameters to their condition. Like, these people are charismatic, they're controlling, you yeah. know, they feel... They're egomaniacs. Like, they want to be part of something, yeah, they feel like they, yeah. you know, are the gateway to a better life, and yeah. they can't be convinced otherwise, but they can convince hundreds of other people right. of that, apparently.
3: I yeah. think they're all cut from the same cloth, honestly. Your ego has Ooh. to be enormous to right. pull off any of the crimes that we've been talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, basically, I guess I just wanted to draw a parallel for the sake of conversation between the cults that we'll be talking about and Nazis, mm-hmm. because it really did start, Nazism was a cult. It didn't start yeah. necessarily, it was like a political fringe, whatever, and it just captivated mm-hmm. an entire generation and an entire country. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's crazy from his uh charismatic leader mm-hmm. and so, like here's you
2: the go. thing
1: though like there's charisma and then there's like hitler which right it's like he didn't appear very charismatic
0: but no but he also again he played on the fears of people right. so his charisma i don't think was as necessary yeah, in this scenario because people were afraid, so it wasn't hard for him to convince them and to put a face to that fear, to put a label to that fear and say here's what we need to get rid of and then everything will be fine.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, exactly get rid of Muslims. What all these
3: cults have in common. Because
0: we've had terrorist attacks, you know, people are already afraid. Yeah. It's so fucking easy to exploit that kind of fear right? and do whatever the fuck you want with it. It's actually quite disgusting when you use that yeah. to, I don't know, become president.
3: And it it's, is easier to fool people than to convince mm-hmm. them they have been fooled. <laughs> Confidence. Okay, anyway, Ooh. that's it for the background.
1: Okay, nice job. Cool y'all. Good job, Lucy. I'm going to pour myself well another glass before I get into my case so y'all can just... Listen.
0: Yeah, sorry about it. This wine is not good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, like, keeping my sinuses closed with every sip I'm taking. Go make
3: a gin and tonic instead. No. Do yourself a
0: favor. No, no
3: it's up, I'm, brand. No. I'm going to get
0: through this. I'm taking it for the team.
1: Uh, my case... I'm going to venture a guess that most people haven't heard of it. It is, mm-hmm. uh, the group is called the Movement for the Restoration of the Ten Commandments of God. Too long oh. a name. Yeah, yeah. MR, MRT. Oh, there we
0: go. MRT.
1: MRTCG. God, it's even a long acronym. Fuck. MR- M-R-T will do. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to call it the Movement or the Cult.
3: So mm-hmm. movement um, reminds me of poop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the bowel movement that attracted six thousand followers.
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, that's one <laughs> zealous leader. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. It um, was a cult-like group in Uganda. Southwestern huh. Uganda, and it started in Uganda the...
0: be kidding me. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> that was I'm bad. already a little drunk. I'm <laughs> so <was> sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, it started in the mid-1980s uh, and went until the year 2000. Mm-hmm. It was a breakaway group from the Roman Catholic Church, which is very... Uh, Powerful and popular in Uganda, so about 50% of Ugandans at the time belonged to the Roman Catholic Church, and the other 50%, with almost no exceptions, were Protestant. Um, Mm -hmm. So, it's a very Christian, religious country. This cult, one of the reasons why I was attracted by it was that its primary founder was a woman. Nice. Yeah. Dang. That's again... Who run the world, girls? Girls, girls. <laughs> female cult leaders.
2: <laughs>
1: get a girl, Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's one. She also had. There were also a few dude uh, co-founders, but she was the one that kind of ran the show, mainly because she had uh, or claimed to have had visions of the Virgin Mary.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: we'll who get who hasn't, in. right? I know. <laughs> We'll get In more my into that. toast. All right. <laughs> her name, her first name was Credonia, mm. which is just beautiful. <laughs> just rolls off the tongue.
0: <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't pronounce her last name, so we're just going by first name. She was a bar owner and a brewer of banana beer, which is probably yes. better than Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. Um, a woman after
0: my own heart.
1: Her father had had religious visions uh, some 20 years earlier and then Credonia, when she was a teenager or in her early 20s, started to have them and joined a virgin cult before going on to co-found and become the high priestess of her very own cult. One of the other co-founders is Joseph Kibutere. He was a failed local politician and self-proclaimed bishop, which she got to admire, just being like, yep. I'm a fucking bishop. I'm a bishop. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. Yeah. He may have had bipolar disorder, but a lot of people have bipolar disorder and don't go on to found cults. So that's neither here nor there. I mean, Um, a few. (laughs) (laughs) And his wife, badass lady, refused to join the cult.
0: Go girl. Get a brain in your head.
1: Yeah. So that's pretty cool. (laughs) The third co-founder was an excommunicated priest, and Mm. there's not really much on the fourth one. All these leaders together claimed that the Virgin Mary continued to communicate with them on a regular basis through a, quote, magical (laughs) telephone system
3: (laughs) that worked through cups and plates. How? Like one of those pump phones you make with your neighbor
1: when the fifties. I think I think just like sitting down to dinner and being like, "Pass a fucking salt." Jesus says so.
0: (laughs) My God, it's
1: just totally. But it was the
0: eighties. Like they knew how phones worked at this point. Yeah,
1: not just a magical system, not revelation. You know, a magical telephone
3: system <laughs> it's
1: my favorite. they didn't
3: what they didn't disclose is that they're sitting in the same room so they were just talking <laughs> out talking loud to each other mm-hmm. pretending it came from a plate this movement was founded on
1: a gross misinterpretation and ultra strict adherence to the ten commandments you oh, might have heard of that. I thought there were only nine (laughs) it's like it's like the ten tiers of necrophilia but more boring (laughs) less helpful yeah yeah Less illuminating. Um, okay. <laughs> so the followers <laughs> undertook dire measures to obey the Ten Commandments and achieve salvation. And you might think, okay, that doesn't sound that hard. Um, but they kind of took it to a whole next level. So, for example, they stopped talking to one another at all so as to not bear false witness. So what? they just stopped Speaking all together. so weird. To each other? Or to, anyone. to anyone. To um, anyone. With each other, they would how use some, this,
3: some how like, How this basic... they get off
0: the ground? Well, don't forget about the cups and plates. <laughs> well,
3: it's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they have both. Yes, don't forget
3: the cups and plates.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the coffee and bars. <laughs> <laughs> the oh universal language of coffee and bars.
1: I think maybe the leaders were allowed to talk. The leaders mm-hmm. didn't seem to d- do all the things that everybody else had to do.
0: Do um, as I say, not as I do.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> they w- The followers with one another, because they lived in a community and they had to, like, till the fields and, you know, do all the chores and everything. So they had to communicate a little bit. Uh-huh. So they would use, like, a rudimentary uh, made-up sign language with one another. Okay. Okay. Um, and they weren't allowed. They're were completely isolated. They weren't allowed to communicate with people outside of the cult, even relatives or family members. So that's pretty mm-hmm. standard. Um, they rid themselves of sexual desires and
0: yeah. remained
3: completely abstinent.
0: You see this a lot in cults. Doubt it. Mm. <laughs> Doubt that it. That
3: means they had a really killer social life, nightlife. <laughs> oh, after yeah. the leaders went to bed, yeah, Ugh. the followers play. There were a lot of quiet hand jobs. Oh,
0: oh MRT after dark <laughs> rivals the real world.
1: They might not have had the energy for all those HJs though, because they fasted <laughs> almost continuously. <laughs> okay,
3: BJs then.
2: Jesus, okay.
1: oh, way That's more. That's way harder. Calories, yeah. Pun intended, yeah. Well. The calories. Consuming the calories. I get it.
0: Oh, okay. This wine is hard (laughs) enough to stomach.
1: Could you fucking not? Oh, yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. I
1: hate it. Um, Creative. Any object entering the compound from the outside, including medicine, clothes, food that they couldn't grow themselves, had to be exercised with prayer. What? And inexplicably, soap was forbidden.
0: What? Because they don't couldn't ex-
1: know, they couldn't exercise it. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knew that soap would be so tricky to exercise? <laughs> but oh.
0: yeah. Oh, so this cult know. was like known as the stinkiest cult of all time.
1: Yeah, they're I'm stinky. Assuming. They're not eating. They're not having sex. They're not oh. talking.
0: Sounds they're like hell. Up.
1: Yeah, and really they're in, like really boring really boring and they're in the middle of nowhere, just like forest and fields Whoa. and yet um, they're
3: they're like agrarians like they're they're growing shit.
1: yeah, they're growing a
3: lot of like bananas and they could brew they could eat
1: that and make it into you know various foods and then also uh
3: make but they couldn't that they couldn't eat
1: well they I mean they had to eat some. I mean it was a cult for like twenty years or fifteen years. So they
0: mm-hmm. stayed alive somehow. Yeah. I mean, they were they were fasting, but still, you know, they had to eat something. Fasting probably means they couldn't eat between the hours of X, Y, and Z, and then they would probably right. have a communal meal, like, at the end of the day after they had been right. finished with their work. That would be my exactly. assumption.
3: But yeah. there's no, like, bananas fosters for dessert or anything. <laughs> I
0: highly doubt it. Such indulgences are strictly forbidden.
1: It doesn't sound like there's anything going on that is enjoyable in the least. Mm. Um, Least of all,
0: smelling
3: your neighbor's armpit.
1: Right after tilling the fields all day? It's insane. I can't.
0: I just Um, burped and a little bit came up.
3: (laughs) How's that that chardonnay?
1: It's really (laughs) good. that's, That's the Kendall Jackson promise. Um, so members worked long hours in the fields growing food uh, for the community or they would sell a lot of the excess food to like nearby towns uh, to have money to buy other things that they couldn't make themselves. Uh-huh. Um, they were a doomsday cults, best kind.
0: Woo-hoo! Oh fun kind. They-
1: They believed that the apocalypse would happen on January 1st,
0: 2000.
3: (gasps) Y2K! Y2K! Yes! Why were they freaking out in the 80s? It was still like 20 years away. I mean... Well, I mean, it started to get
1: closer to the year 2000, and we will talk about it. Alright, one ex-member of the cult... Uh, said that followers were asked to fill out a questionnaire when they joined, asking, quote, whether or not they would be willing to die for their faith. <laughs> That's
3: okay, a leading uh, question.
1: It's a little suspicious. Yeah. Um,
3: at its height, they had around five or 6,000 followers.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a lot.
3: All living on the compound? There, they were
1: spread out over um, a few different compounds, all in the same region of Uganda. Okay. And there was there was one main compound that had about a 1,000 people. In the lead-up to the expected apocalypse, followers sold off uh, their property, paid their taxes early, which is, like, very responsible.
0: Yeah, effect, if you're assuming like. you're going to die, that, why bother with your taxes?
1: I would I'm not, not do that. I would not. Yeah. Sorry, government. No. This part is actually pretty endearing. They also repaid any debts to people not in the cult. So Mm. that's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, And then they gave all their remaining money and possessions to the cult.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. um, After
1: doing that. So they were Inward facing. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
3: Yeah. They were getting ready. All right. Buying deodorant? No. No. Deodorant allowed?
0: Does deodorant count as a soap? Because then, (laughs) No.
3: I don't think it
1: was allowed. I didn't read anything about deodorant. They look <laughs> real it. miserable in the photos. There are photos in the Google Drive. But don't so look there's at.
0: no way they look, they're they wearing deodorant.
1: They just looked really unhappy. But anyway. Um, all right. Some context. Uganda, throughout the 1970s and 80s, was a fucking scary, shitty, terrifying place. Oh, sure. Um, there was the dictator Idi Amin, which... Uh, I just still only picture Forrest Whitaker in Last King of Scotland because he just
2: fucking,
3: he fucking crushed it. Sure. Did he get an Oscar for that role? I, I don't, don't even
0: remember. Know. He was nominated, did, though.
3: Did the real dictator have, like, a half closed oh, eye also? A lazy a eye? eye? I was
1: just about to ask that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but we need answers. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, oh people. God. Listeners. Did Idi Amin have a wandering eye? We, and we don't.
0: We lean on our <laughs> listeners to complete a lot of our research.
1: <laughs> he had an estimated uh, half a million people die during his rule, which was less than a decade.
0: Holy shit.
1: Yeah. yeah he was it wasn't. That's 100,000
0: people a year on average.
1: Yeah, a little bit less because it was like eight years, but yeah.
0: Holy shit. Oh, okay. Less than a decade. I thought you said half a decade.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, he was crazy. So real shit dictator had just come out of uh, power. He was in, he wasn't dead. He was in exile in Saudi Arabia and Mm -hmm. attempted to come back a few times. So there was that looming over people's heads. Mm -hmm. Um, there was a guerrilla civil war called the Ugandan Bush war, blah, blah, blah. There was the AIDS pandemic. Interestingly though, um, there at the same time there were also a lot of sex scandals involving the Roman Catholic Church. Weird. Big surprise.
0: Snooze. Yeah. This
1: caused kind of mass disillusionment with the church amongst the population. And so a lot of disenchanted Catholics were kind of like looking for a a different answer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A charismatic leader. Right. A charismatic leader. And also a lot of defrocked priests and nuns who might have been defrocked for their sex scandals. No.
0: Joined the movement. So defrocked means they were kicked out. Not that they left of their own accord.
3: No, they were forced to resign. I also Holy love the shit. word defrocked.
0: It's the I get defrocked, Aronay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and who then doesn't? refrocked immediately to get into bed in my comfiest clothes.
1: <laughs> Hashtag proposed Dan. <laughs> Hashtag
0: defrocked and refrocked.
1: The oh so shit was going down. People yeah. wanted answers. They <laughs> flocked to this. Cult of defrocked people. (laughs) (laughs) When the world didn't end on January 1st, 2000,
2: Mm. Mm -hmm. the
1: followers of the cult started to become skeptical of their leaders.
2: (laughs) Smart, really?
1: And many of them actually demanded their money back. Of course, what was their first clue? He was full of
3: shit, or she. <laughs> she. Yeah, Jesus.
0: She. Don't talk about they. Candace like that, or whatever her name <laughs> was.
3: Crustacean.
1: What was her Mur- name? Marty Brown. Um, (laughs) Credonia. We'll talk about her soon. Okay. So people are asking for their money back. The world didn't end on the new year on Y2K and the leaders are freaking out. Uh-huh. So, they scrambled to reveal a different day for the apocalypse. They <laughs> oh, oh,
0: we got it wrong. It's actually JK. next month.
1: Literally, they blamed a miscalculation. <laughs> they, like, said they were bad at math. <laughs> they Sorry, did, did the math. math. So in uh, like mid January, they were like, "Okay, we have a new date for the apocalypse. Get oh ready. <laughs> Mark your calendars. It's March seventeenth of the same year.
0: That's St. Patrick's <laughs> Day, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> which which can feel like the end of days."
3: So, India bought themselves a little more time to like collect funds.
1: Well, no. uh, things were un- things were unraveling really quickly. Like. Like followers were pissed, and yeah. a lot of followers actually left. Um, so the I love that people were, were so mad
0: that the world didn't end. <laughs> like, <laughs> wouldn't you be kind of pumped? Be like, oh thank god, I did not want to die in like a fiery end of days.
1: In early March, in preparation for uh, March seventeenth, the group began slaughtering cattle and mass and buying a lot of coca-cola in town like wow <laughs> oh no this, this is so weird of coca-cola
0: hey at least they were pepsi people i never trust a <laughs> pepsi person that's true
3: if you're fuck re- Pepsi. listeners, no. if you're a Pepsi person, <laughs>
0: get out. Fuck right
3: off. <laughs> I am not a Pepsi
1: person, but my mom, Momar, is a big Pepsi person. That's so I weird.
3: I don't get it.
1: So they were preparing for a pre-Armageddon feast to happen the day before the second Doomsday.
3: Right. So like beef and Coke.
1: Yep. Steak and Coke. That's it. Yeah. Before the predicted Doomsday came, however. The day before, 530 of the movement's followers gathered inside their church building, uh-huh. and then the structure exploded. Oh what? Oh my god! Yeah. Like, randomly? She them all up? 530 people went into the church for a little meeting, and then the church blew the fuck
3: up.
0: What? Oh, my God. That's insane. Well, something's fishy about that. I will be
3: suspect of every staff meeting I'm ever invited to for the rest of time. Don't
0: go into a room with anyone. Just be alone always. (laughs) I would
3: love to be alone all the time. To
1: this day, it is debated whether these events constitute a mass suicide or mass murder. So no one ever figured it out? They never resolved it? At first, it looked like a fairly typical mass suicide from a doomsday call. But once more evidence was uncovered, it began to be investigated by authorities as a mass murder.
3: Cause, duh. 530 people? Fuck.
0: Uh,
1: Just wait. So the first sign that something was off, besides the church full of dead bodies. Right. Was uh, six (laughs) corpses were found buried under a building on the property.
0: So six more corpses outside of this 530. Yep. Oh, um, fuck.
1: Buried under, like, a latrine. Uh-huh. Um, like, fresh? Like, yeah, that day? Fresh. <laughs> um, God. within the few weeks before.
3: Okay, semi so well, Probably related.
1: Yeah, well, definitely part of the cult. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. uh, forensic investigators found that the doors of the church had been locked from the outside, and windows were boarded up.
0: What? Oh,
1: that'll do it. Yep. Holy shit. Jesus. The building Yeah. The building may have been pyrotechnically rigged. This would have been great for our arson episode. Hey,
0: incendiary devices, here we go. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Were those devices exercised <clears throat> though? <laughs> like how Was did they get there that, past that so, point?
0: Somebody just went, You're <laughs> blessed, you're blessed, you're blessed. Come on in, light this building on fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> somebody blessed at least. 50 liters of sulfuric
0: acid. They ordered them on Amazon pre (laughs) blessed.
1: That's that's a lot. It's a lot of sulfuric acid. Oh, sure.
0: They had to blow up 530 people. You better get enough sulfuric acid. We've made this yes, mistake you, before. You
3: better do it right the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, <laughs> to
1: evade suspicion, the local authorities, so the local police and stuff, had been invited to a function on the property on March 18th.
0: What? They threw a party what? the next day to no, like, they, distract?
1: So, like, earlier in March, the cult was telling all of its followers the world's going to end on the march 17th but we're going to trick the cops into not bugging us so we're going to invite them to a party on the day after amazing Doomsday. oh my god
0: perfect cover so, yeah perfect cover because because no they can... were
1: like buying all this cattle and buying all this coca-cola so they didn't want to arouse suspicion right. so they were like they yeah, had to yeah, give an excuse have a party. Oh. okay it's for the yeah. party that makes
0: sense <laughs> yeah that makes sense
1: It began to be revealed that the leaders had engaged in a purge of disgruntled followers... Weeks before the church explosion. so that Like a was murder why,
0: purge or like kicking them out of the Those are the group. bodies.
1: Those are the six bodies. Oh, a shit. murder purge. Oh, yeah. my murder God. Murder
0: purge. Murder Also, purge. great band name. Hashtag murder purge.
1: All right. I hope you guys are having fun because I'm about to drop some knowledge on God you. God damn it. Oh, my
3: God. I'm having so much fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds of other bodies were found at movement properties around the region buried in mass graves. What? What? Yeah. So Who were the Who
0: were they? So shit, at the at the end of this tally, this could be more than Jonestown.
3: I don't know. Oh, but that was a
0: suicide and not a mass murder. So it's a different it's under different qualifications.
3: Yeah. Hold up. Who were the other dissenters and why were there hundreds of them? And why so, weren't they in the church?
1: Okay, so remember how the at its height there were, like, 5,000 members? Yep.
0: scattered yeah. among other regions.
1: Scattered among other uh, sites Compounds. in the same region. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. not
0: regions, sites. Got it. Got and got
1: it. then they started leaving. Like, a lot of people started leaving when the world didn't end, and they were disappointed. And... Uh, <laughs> so oh my yeah, so, god. so then the leaders went around to the different compounds and fucking slaughtered people and oh buried them in mass graves. Oh my god. Raids. Holy so, shit. Yeah, so they think in addition to the church, that there could be up to 900 other people.
2: Other that people? Were,
1: that were killed by poisoning, stabbing, and suffocation. So
0: we're <gasps> looking at like 1,400 people.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Holy okay, shit! that's a lot of people to murder. So who were the people who were actually stabbing and suffocating? I the would rest assume. Of these I would people? assume
0: leaders at these other compounds.
3: How are there that many people who are like in on it, who I know these people need to die? Like that's crazy. That's yeah. like another yeah. level of of mind yeah. control.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think probably the majority were probably poisoned because it's sure. easier. Yeah. Um, then stabbing, and then, like, maybe if people got wise to it, they were the ones that were stabbed or suffocated.
0: Oh, good God. Oh, my God. That's yeah. crazy.
1: Yeah. So it's fucking crazy. So back to Sister Credonia, because she was the brains behind this whole operation. Okay. Is she still alive at this point in the story? Uh, yeah. She's probably still alive today.
0: Holy Shut shit. up. We gotta yeah. write a letter to Cardamom. Credonia,
3: if you are listening, please retweet this episode. We'd love to interview you. I doubt she's You're using Twitter. You're very
1: charismatic. We would love to have that kind of Twitter reach.
3: Mm. We'll um, give you a bottle of Chardonnay. Oh,
0: I just took a sip. You. It's so bad. I wouldn't even do that to Cardonia. <laughs>
1: Okay, 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 okay. So she was the true power behind the movement. And she had been the primary person uh, calculating the date for the end times.
0: Oh, so her math was the math that was bad. Yes.
1: Her math was off. People say she never smiled and that uh, she was cruel.
0: Okay, I'd probably start a cult too if everyone was like, you should smile more. (laughs) Fucking patriarchy. Am I right? Fucking patriarchy!
1: patriarchy. God damn it! <laughs> One report claims that she informed her followers that the Virgin Mary told her to told her that all children under five had to be killed. What? And that and that the sacrifice needed to happen immediately. Uh, were those the people in in so the fourteen hundred extra bodies? There were definitely. Dozens of children that died in both the church explosion and found in the other mass graves. Oh, my God. uh, There's no evidence that children under five were all killed at the same time. So I don't think that this order was necessarily carried out, but she gave it. Holy shit. Yeah, she was uh, crazy.
3: And the people in the church had no idea that almost everyone else in the other sites were dead now no because they don't,
0: don't use any phones that aren't cups and plates and magic <laughs> <laughs> so how the fuck are they gonna know it and remember really
1: poor signal right
0: and what kenny was saying Facebook? was after the world didn't end on new year's day slash new year's eve for y2k people were pissed and were like fuck this shit y'all are cray we're leaving and then they started going after them, and they had until what? When did this explosion happen again? March 17th? Yeah, yeah. or 16th. No, the 16th. Yeah. So this is, I mean, it's a pretty rapid descent, but it happened over yeah, the course of true. like, you know, 60 days, months. 30 days to yeah. 60 days.
1: Well, yeah, like a month and a half, yeah. basically. Yeah, like, so 90
0: days. Down. I mean, this is something longer than they the were just, termination they agreement were just, of a new iTunes account.
1: <laughs> in another instance she led her followers uh, in burning the plantation of a relative of a cult member who refused to join the cult oh sure and they com- they completely destroyed that man's property yeah hold up after the explosion no this is before I'm just going I'm just going into some character yep.
3: references it's all leading sure. yeah. up
0: to the big event the big fireworks display. <clears throat>
3: Yeah, which I still have a lot of questions about. Oh, good right. God! Okay. Um, she
1: also had a colorful past. Um, <clears throat> so she is alleged to have burned all the possessions of a man who spurned her.
0: Oh my God! Oh, I've done yeah. that, girl. I've done that. <laughs> it is
1: trash. She was then briefly treated for a mental disturbance. Oh what the dear! Fuck ever? <laughs> um, then she probably worked as a, a prostitute or a sex worker. Hmm. Um, former friends report that she once seduced a passing motorist, stole <laughs> his. <laughs> who hasn't? Stole
0: right? his
3: money. How do you seduce a passing motorist? She shows so she her leg. The nip.
0: No, Men are fucking she, disgusting. She probably just had to walk on the side of the fucking road before he came, yeah. pulling over, drooling, asking her for something. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: let's be real. True. She,
1: I mean, she remember she owned a bar and brewed banana beer, so he probably so maybe
0: passing him. meant I'm stopping by for some banana beer. what I mean,
1: right, right. <laughs> so, so she seduces him, steals his money, and then later was seen cleaning bloodstains from her floor, and the man was never seen again. Good for her. I like it. She got another offender
0: off the streets. I like her. She's (laughs) doing God's work. I love her. no evidence
1: that that man did anything wrong. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. Yet again,
3: let's point out how understanding we are of all
0: these murderers i don't know about you i like her i'm ready i'm ready to get a credonia tattoo i'm getting a (laughs) credonia tattoo free credonia
3: she's ballsy
0: (laughs) i love her
1: okay all right last uh last allegation the police now suspect that she may have poisoned all three of her elder brothers one by one so that she could get the entire inheritance. I get
0: Woo-hoo. that. I like I it. Get you have it.
1: an older sibling.
0: I do have an Ashley. I know you're listening because you're a super supportive sister and we don't have an inheritance. So you're safe. But, but had we an inheritance? I don't know. I don't know.
1: If if Suzanne wins the lottery, <laughs> Ashley Oh, <runs>. you're gone.
0: <laughs> I'll raise your children as my own and marry your husband, but you're out. No, <laughs> My brother-in-law. Okay.
1: Miraculously, Sister Credonia is thought to have survived the church blast.
0: Oh, weird. She, she made it. was
1: inside? No. No, she wasn't. No. There's no, no, no. way no. she
0: was inside.
1: Yeah, she was definitely striking that match. Mm -hmm. Um, She fled fled the compound and is still on the lam. Uh, There's an international arrest warrant for her. um, And she has yet to be apprehended to this day. No way.
0: She's out there
1: now?
3: definitely. She's definitely started at least six other cults by now. I doubt it. I
0: bet she's laying super fucking low because she could be pinned on. For 1400 plus murders.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'd run somewhere else and start uh,
0: another cult.
3: The traits of cult leaders, like, that's fucking egomaniacal shit. Like, that's not something that you
0: just stop doing. I I don't know. I bet she's in hiding. I would be willing to bet all (laughs) the Kendall Jackson Chardonnay that exists in the entire (laughs) world that she is in hiding.
1: Last fun fact. In 2011, Credonia and the other cult leaders were awarded a satirical parody Nobel Prize.
2: What? What?
1: For, quote, teaching the world to be careful when making mathematical assumptions and calculations. <laughs>
2: Stop! Stop! <laughs>
1: All right, so that is the movement for the restoration of the Ten Commandments of God. Wow. Bravo. Bravo. Unbelievable.
0: Unbelievable. Amanda, on to you. Okay, so here's what I'm tackling this episode. I know that this was semi-famous, but I feel like it was not given the notoriety that it deserves, so I'm here to fix that up for you. This is the Heaven's Gate Cult. This, oh. yep, yep. this cult <laughs> yeah. existed from 1970 until 1997, okay? Shit. It, yeah, it had, a, it had a history. Its leaders were Marshall Applewhite and my new hero in all of life, Bonnie Lou Nettles. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Bonnie I'm, naming my, I'm naming my firstborn Bonnie Lou Nettles. This was a smaller cult. I, like that. I know the last cult was like five, six thousand people. This cult had at maximum about thirty-eight members. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, kind of small. Kind of small, but you'd be shocked at what they accomplished with with thirty-eight people. So we're gonna go back to to you know, back in time. We're gonna go back in time. I'm hammered. I'm so sorry. Here we go. Marshall Applewhite. (laughs) Focus.
1: I'm I'm also hammered. This is the first time I've been
3: hammered on this podcast. Get it. It's not easy. It's not
0: easy to do the last segment. It's not easy. It's the first time
3: all three of us have been drinking at the same
0: time. Let's do this. Okay. Marshall Applewhite. Born in 1931, he's the son of a Presbyterian <laughs> minister in Texas. Nothing good ever happens in Texas. Texas, nah. oh, His family often moved around from town to town, kind of preaching in various churches. Marshall grew up to be incredibly skilled musically, and as an adult, he taught music at the University of St. Thomas unfortunately, in Houston. In Houston, Texas. Okay. Not in Minnesota. I know, I read that and I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. We We lot perked up. up. Sorry to to ruin your day. (laughs) He was fired from his position as a music teacher in the late 60s, early 70s. My uh, research kind of was unclear about the exact year that he was fired, but it was like the late 60s, early 70s. He was fired from the college for... Drum roll, please. An alleged homosexual relationship with a student. Yeah. Oh, homosexual? Always, every bad thing always starts with an alleged homosexual relationship. For real. No. I know, that's not yes. true. That's not true at all. But anyway. I yeah.
1: mean, Needless every beautiful to say,
0: thing. It is a beautiful <laughs> thing. Homosex is fun. <laughs> Needless to say, the incident broke up his marriage. He had a wife and two children. It didn't go over well. Um, Shortly after this incident, his mental state took a serious decline, and he reported hearing voices and even checked himself into a psychiatric ward seeking to, quote, be cured of his homosexual urges. Mike Pence. Yeah. Some electroshock (laughs) bullshit that clearly doesn't work. So again, mm-hmm. the timeline here is foggy, but shortly thereafter he suffers a heart attack and he is hospitalized. He considers this a life-changing near-death experience. How old is he at this point? I mean, he's in his fifties. He was born in like the 30s. Oh. Oh, so okay. 30, okay, 40, okay. 50, 60, 70s in his late 40s, late forties at this point. I counted okay. on my fingers. I did that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, You're better so at math and
0: credonia. Hey, I I nailed it. Cordonia can suck it. So while he's hospitalized for his heart attack that nearly killed him, one of his nurses, Bonnie Lou Nettles, convinces oh. him... That his heart attack happened for a reason and that he could, quote, be used mightily in a group she belonged to. Oh. Yep. So from here, Bonnie convinces him to join the religious group now known as Heaven's Gate. I'm not super sure what they went by before then or how many people were involved. There's, like, so, no so record. He, he didn't found it. He was... No. He was asked to join. Yes, he was drawn in. He was oh. drawn in, which makes... I, I really feel like this makes this backstory makes the whole thing ten times more fascinating. Okay. Um, so their relationship is super bizarre and kind of unclear, but the two live together in what Marshall referred to as quote, a sexless union for many, many years. And though they <laughs> <I> mean, yeah, <laughs> marriage.
1: Yeah, they pretty were much. A typical American (laughs) marriage.
0: So though they co-led the group, he always referred to her as the senior leader even after she died in 1985. I feel like in a way he was kind of a feminist. Like he drew this way out. (laughs) beyond anything she ever imagined, but he always gave her the credit. And I give him what props for What guy. I like that. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Again, we are sympathizing.
3: I always, always find the bright
0: side. So the two were arrested together in 1974 and charged with stealing a car and credit cards. They get out of jail pretty quickly, claiming the vehicle and cars were borrowed and belonged to a member of their religious group. So the reason I bring this up is because things escalated super fucking rapidly after this incident. Within (laughs) within weeks of this arrest, the two cut themselves off completely from their families. And uh, Marshall's sister is quoted, he came to see us in Dallas, where we were living at the time to tell us that he was going off with this group and we would not hear from him again. And of course, we tried to talk him out of it, and I told him this wasn't him, but he said, you don't know the real me. Oh. Yup. Later, Mm. Marshall, when describing the reactions of the family members of others who would later join the group, he said, quote, it seems to always cause all of the people in the periphery of your life to turn against you. Think that you've mm-hmm. lost your marbles. You've gotten duped by someone who has a spell on you and will lead you down a crooked path. Mm-hmm. So okay. this is really fitting in with our, like, parameters of a cult. Yep. Yeah. So to give you a sense of the timeline here and how quickly things <clears throat> dissolved into madness, this was 1974. By 1975, the two of them are claiming they are space aliens. <laughs> <laughs> it went so quick. Long. Quick question: <laughs> Sure, this
3: Nettles character
0: uh-huh.
3: is Bonnie she Luke. the found, is she the
0: founder of this cult? This is what's so crazy is that there is, and I swear to God, I looked at like a fucking million websites. There is jack shit recorded before the the recorded incident of Nettles recruiting Marshall Applewhite.
1: Because she founded it, but she was shit at it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can only assume that maybe she and some, like, knitting buddies after a long <laughs> shift was at the a hospital... Bridge club. <laughs> Yeah, we're it like, you know club. what sucks? Organized religion as a whole. Let's make our own. We can do it better. In Apple White's eyes, it's all <laughs> Bonnie Lou. Like she is the one who turned him onto this. She's the one who made this happen. Aww. So I think we can really attribute her as the original founder. I really think we can.
3: I like that. Yeah. So, so these are two cults led by women.
0: Sure, yeah. I love it. Uh, fucking feminism. Applewhite and Nettles make the news in 1975, shortly after they've started claiming to be space aliens, when they convince a group of 20 people from, of course, Waldport, Oregon, to leave their homes (laughs) and move to eastern Colorado where they would meet with a spaceship. Oh, yeah. They claim to be space aliens in contact with other aliens from a heavenly kingdom. Okay. Yeah. I can see it. Dude. I honestly, this is the, the only, best cult the, thing ever.
3: I, the thing that I doubt the least is the heavenly kingdom uh-huh. like verbiage. Right, I the don't aliens doubt are legit. That they thought.
0: Yeah, I don't. That's I legit. don't doubt the aliens at now, all. But here we go. So this is super reminiscent of what Kendiin was mentioning before with her call. They claim to be space aliens. They round up these twenty people. They bring them to Colorado, and they're like, "The ship is coming. We're gonna meet the ship." Well, fucking weird. The ship doesn't come. Oh shit. Yep. But very different from your cult in this cult. The group is sort of like, OK, they're kind of chill with it. They sort what? of. Yeah. They, I mean, I think I attribute this a lot to the fact that this group now has 20 people. Your group had six thousand people. So there <laughs> yeah. weren't like enough okay. people with the sense to be like, eh, this doesn't look right. So they just kind (laughs) of went with it. However, the group does stop its public activities for a time, and it doesn't resurface again until 1993. So we've taken a jump here. They come back in in 1993 when Heaven's Gate. So wait, how many years is that? Like, did they stop in the 70s? They go dormant in about 1977 to 78 is is my calculation, and then they pop back up in 1993. And here's how they pop back up. The, the organization in a bout of creative ideas, madness, yeah. They buy an ad in USA Today.
3: <laughs> well, they couldn't so, afford anything more prestigious. Listen,
0: USA Today reaches a lot of fucking people, and they said that oh, yeah. in the ad, they say the earth's. Present civilization was about to be recycled and quote spaced under. Okay. This right. more members. Under? So they've they've accumulated maybe. I mean their ad didn't do that well. They got like maybe 20 more people to join. <laughs> <laughs> they so
1: almost doubled their numbers. They is almost what you're doubled to say. it, but.
0: Close but no cigar. So <laughs> we talked earlier about the ultimate goal of cults and kind of what differentiates them from other organized religions mm-hmm. and the outward facing. To be clear, the ultimate goal of this group group was quote membership In the next level, which meant essentially joining the alien race after their human body had died. So they believed that to be eligible for membership in the next level, humans would have to shed every attachment to the planet. So this meant all members had to give up all human-like characteristics, such as their family, their friends, their sexuality, their individuality, their jobs, their money, and their possessions. They How were do they Buddhists. know what
3: human-like characteristics entails? I mean, entails?
0: honestly... Like hair, eyelashes... Honestly, this is... Belly buttons. Now, now, Bonnie Jo is dead, and their main leader is a man who is ashamed of his homosexual urges... Who put no, himself well, into conversion? Died. She died in 1985. I mentioned that earlier. You're just drunk.
3: <laughs> um, I have a notebook in front of me. I would have written that down if you, you were drunk. Super, but I, I super mean, it, missed
0: it. it kind of makes sense when your leader is a man who's so ashamed of himself that he would create a group that encourages others to leave behind literally every fragment of your individuality as a human being. To join him,
2: mm.
0: I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's actually really fucking sad when you think about it. How much of that shame contributed to where he he took this group? I have to assume that it's a lot of it. Yeah, to just utter nihilism. Exactly. Um, but to be fair, he did only allow people to enter the group if they were over the age of eighteen, so he had some screening process. Yeah. Um, group members gave up their material possessions and lived a life devoid of any indulgences. So no sex, no fancy shit, nothing shiny. It's all gone. No soap. No soap. I mean, I don't know. I am assuming <laughs> they made. I think they made, I don't know if Duh? those. I honestly don't think those could be considered indulgences. <laughs> I think that's just basic human shit. The group was super tightly knit and everything was shared communally. Um, when they were out in public, members were only allowed to carry a five dollar bill and one roll of quarters. <laughs> a sense. roll of quarters camp? is like ten dollars, so they were they were carrying for fifteen laundry. bucks. Yeah, for laundry. Laundry. Here's where shit gets oh fucked up. God. Eight of the male members of the group, including Applewhite, voluntarily underwent castration in Mexico. <gasps> As an extreme oh, means God. of maintaining their sexless lifestyle. Chemical yeah.
1: castration what? or surgical everything
0: castration. was cut off balls.
3: Mexican and castration. Mexican
0: castration. <laughs> it's all oh. gone. It's oh. all gone. Chopped up, oh. made into tacos al pastor, which are my favorite. <laughs> oh,
1: those are my so favorite. Good. They're Me. so good.
0: Me three. So oh, my God. God. I love it. Um oh. so this part, like made me die laughing and you have to go to the blog and see the photo. So <laughs> the group earned revenues it up. by offering professional website development for paying clients <laughs> 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 under the name Higher Source. So if you uh, take a look at Heaven's Gate website, which is still up and running, it is awful. So please oh go to www. right www.heavensgate.com. And just look at how awful com- this website is. Like the font is in <gasps> Comic Sans. It's oh! so bad. How and when it may be entered. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, this no, is literally a- how Red they're alert. making
3: Red their money.
1: Oh my god! Alert. The first no, the first sentence on their website is quote: "Whether hail bop, haley bop,
0: hail bop, hail bop,
1: hail bop, mm, bop." Whether Umap has a companion or not is irrelevant from our perspective. End quote.
0: Yep. What? At the top Yet in Comic Sans it flashes red shit. alert.
3: Yeah, red alert. If you don't oh if you don't my. feel
0: comfortable going to the website, it's cool. I took a screenshot of their homepage for the blog. So like you're covered. You <laughs> can go see it. You can go see it without having it in your search history heavensgate.com. And
3: also in word art <laughs> underneath the Heaven's Gate <laughs> <laughs> logo says as was promised the keys to heaven's gate are here again in T and Do the yep. UFO 2 so as they were in Jesus and his
0: father 2000 years ago so T and Do were the new names of Bonnie Bonnie Lou and Marshall
1: Oh
0: wow. Yep. T and So they literally check off every fucking box. They changed their names, they gave up everything. Um Marshall went as do and um Bonnie Lou went as T. It's pretty bad. So according to Heaven's Gate, once the individual has perfected themselves through the quote. Process. there were four methods to enter or graduate to the next level. Method one, physical pickup into a spacecraft and transfer to a next-level body aboard that craft. In this version, an alien spacecraft would descend to Earth, collect apple white nettles and all of their followers, and their human Mm -hmm. bodies would be transformed through, quote, biological and chemical processes to perfected beings. Specific. Super blanket term. We're gonna yeah. wave a magic wand in a spaceship. You're gonna become into a perfect being. You're method be number two. Dots. Yep, dip and dots. No <laughs> one knows how dip and dots are made. No one. They're the ice cream of the future. they the word. They're amazing. Okay, method two. I love dip and dots. Me too. I love Every time I, I go to the that. zoo, I get them. Method two natural death, accidental death, or death from random violence. Here, the graduating soul leaves the human container for a perfect next level body. Method number three. Outside persecution that leads to death. So, Mm. okay, we're gonna have to do a whole other fucking episode because I totally clicked some Wikipedia shit and got super deep on this. (laughs) And it is so good. Okay. But I'm not gonna go over it now because uh, we'd be here for hours. So, (laughs) <laughs> Listeners look this shit up Listen carefully after the, deaths, after the deaths of Branch Davidians In Waco, Texas And the events fo- involving Randy Weaver at Ruby Ridge Applewhite was afraid That the American government Would murder the members of Heaven's Gate We saw this mm-hmm. In fucking Jonestown It's that same yeah. shit Yeah. So that's one of the methods Of crossing over into a new body I'm sorry, I can't talk. Method number four. They wanted
1: that. They wanted to be martyrs.
3: I mean, they were prepared for it. So,
0: before we get to method four, it's important to note, as you're saying, they wanted to not be responsible for their own exit from their body. They wanted it to be natural. They wanted it to be supernatural. They wanted to be killed. And no suicide. No suicide. However, things escalate. And Marshall adds method number four, which is willful exit from the body in a dignified manner. So near the end of this cult's existence, Applewhite had a revelation that they may have to abandon their human bodies of their own accord to achieve Mm -hmm. the next level as, quote, Jesus had done. Mm -hmm. Where he was basically willfully crucified by Pontius Pilate, sacrificed himself for all the sinners of the world.
1: That's kind of how they were
0: equating that shit.
1: Okay. Okay, weird. Weird aliens
0: plus Jesus, but okay. I know, it all sinks. So let's fast forward I a mean, little bit. I mean, I get it. Let's fast forward a little bit. In 1995 comes the discovery of the comet Hale-Bopp. This comet is an anomaly in that it can be seen by the naked eye, which is incredibly rare, and in that it was visible for literally a total of 18 months. So this is over a year. That we could go mm. into our backyards and look up and fucking see this comet. I remember mm. I had recently yeah. moved to Minnesota and I remember going into my front driveway with my parents and looking at this thing. Anyone yeah. who was born in the mid to late 80s has actual cognizant memory of going mm. out and seeing this comet. So it was a big fucking I deal. So now it's a year later-ish, we're in 1996, and an amateur astronomer takes an image of Comet Hale-Bopp and claims to see a Saturn-like object lurking behind the comet. Now, there is nothing that links this quickly debunked discovery to the reaction of the Heaven's Gate weirdos, but it just goes to show how easy it is to use faulty evidence to convince Mm. a crowd of lost and desperate people of some pretty insane shit, which, sounding familiar, Mm. 2017? Mm. MAGA. Get the fuck together. So, Mm. convinced that there is an alien craft hiding behind the comet full of aliens that will help the members of Heaven's Gate graduate into their perfect being, Marshall decides that they need to speed up the process of leaving their vehicles, i.e. bodies, to get mm-hmm. into that spaceship and employ method number four of willfully leaving the body. So this is like the exact time that he adds method number four to all of the methods that he's already listed. Convenient. Soup's convenient. Very. So I'm, I'm getting to the end here. In late March 1997, so here we are, we're wrapping it up, hale reaches its closest distance to Earth, <laughs> Marshall rents a huge mansion in Rancho Santa Fe, California, where he, Fine. yeah. Not s- suspicious. Soup's beautiful. He literally told the owner of the property that he and his Christian angels were just getting together for like a little soiree. <laughs> And okay,
3: then then that's on the owner yeah, that's for what renting I'm that out. If the anyone doesn't give a fuck, he's still renting out this thousand
0: dollar a night mansion. I mean, what does he care? If anyone no. says if somebody, I want to rent this yeah. out for my Christian angels, I'ma say no. Yeah. That's oh, not you a know good what? Idea. I'm
1: so sorry.
0: I didn't realize it was already booked. Yeah, I literally wouldn't care. Not good. I would do it. So he it would not be weird. He and his 38 <laughs> followers go to this mansion. They're all prepared to leave their vehicles. They drink a lethal mixture of phenobarbital and vodka. They want to get a little lit
1: oh my on their God, way they to the like spaceship.
0: And then they lay down to die, hoping to leave their bodily containers, enter the alien spacecraft, and pass through Heaven's Gate into a higher existence.
3: What's with the vodka, then? I Just don't know. Just give them a little bit of a buzz. Like, I mean... Like, to get it, like, into their... Bloodstreams faster. Or what? I'm assuming they
1: just, just wanted think to get that they tore up. No, barbit- barbiturates and and alcohol it are accelerates deadly. the process.
0: Yeah. So this would be a okay. good time to go ahead and check the blog. I have because I'm an asshole. Included crime scene photos of them <laughs> yeah. of these members all over the fucking mansion in matching outfits and bunk beds. What? Yeah. They all wore. Okay.
3: Yes. So I got to say every time I have seen pictures of the of these poor saps mm-hmm. in their bunk beds mm-hmm. especially when I was younger I've just been so jealous of their bunk beds. Like, why would they commit suicide? (laughs) I have have brand new Nikes. They have sweatpants. I have no sympathy
0: for you because literally you had the most covetable custom-built bunk beds in the history of children. Okay, that wasn't until I moved into our new house
3: until I was eight years old. Kenyon was raised poor, okay? Yeah, I was poor. Those bunk beds were custom-built. Because I coveted my cousin's bunk beds so much. Literally, the bunk beds that exist in my bedroom right now are a result of this hale bop Comet <laughs> cult, because I demanded bunk beds, and I also demanded Nike shoes. That never happened.
2: <laughs> but seriously,
3: I really wanted bunk beds,
0: and every time I saw pictures of this, I was just reminded of, I just wanted bunk beds. They were found lying peacefully in the home, wearing all-black clothing and matching Nike sneakers. Yep. Mm. Jealous. Which, like, if you're gonna die, die in style. Like, I feel fine with that.
3: What was the yeah. reasoning behind the Nike sneakers, I have by the way? no fucking clue. So, listeners... Maybe they
0: had, like, an endorsement deal. I highly doubt... <laughs> Nike was like, yeah, your cult of know. 38 people will totally sponsor you.
3: Did they not all also have, like, matching tracksuits? They were all wearing the same fucking thing.
0: It says they were in all black, but, I mean, the pictures look like they have matching tracksuits. Mm-hmm. Endorsement okay. deal. I'm no right. expert, but Nike sponsored this cult. And <laughs> among the dead were 18 men, 21 women... So come on, ladies, get it together. Mm, yeah. All of varying ages, and to this day, Heaven's Gate is the largest mass suicide to take place on American soil. So mm-hmm. how many people total? How many deaths? Thirty-eight. ah, uh, thirty-nine. I don't, yeah, among the dead were eighteen men and twenty-one women, so add that together. That's thirty-nine.
1: <laughs> All right, we've super unraveled. Should we get to special thanks this week? Yep, yeah, end yes. it.
3: <laughs> please end
0: it please.
1: let end it all I need to exit my earthly
0: body and go to my uh-huh. alien spacecraft
1: release me to my ship <sighs> <laughs> okay. alright special thanks this week to two wine and crime fans Vince and Shelby we only have two who- oh. Yeah. <laughs> we only have two <laughs> to our two wine in crime fans, Vince and Shelby. Who Thank each, you, Vince and Shelby <laughs> who each took the time to go online and answer our burning postmortem penile engorgement questions. Oh so, my god, we have
3: so... When we still have more questions. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you're yeah. listening now and hearing our plea yeah. now... How to... You it's to never too late.
1: It's never <laughs> any, too late. Any information about post-mortem funeral engorgement, please just email us at <laughs> wineandcrime at gmail... at gmail.com. Please. Um, also, you know, Vincent Shelby, suffice it to say, not all
3: heroes wear capes. Our heroes! Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> we love you.
3: Thanks for listening. Our cover art is by Kali Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Sound mixing by Dan Larson. Be sure to like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Wine and Crime Pod. All Wine and Crime episodes are available on SoundCloud. For more episodes and info, visit our website at wineandcrimepodcast.com. Until next week. Keep it creepy.